Hi there, my name is Jesse Johnstone. I'm your humble host of the Fiber New Exchange. Robert and Chelsea Pegram are Fiber New franchise owners in Virginia. They vibrate with entrepreneurial enthusiasm and energy and just simply love what they do. Prior to coming on board with Fibernew, the couple were running their own landscaping outfit, but were having issues finding a place in a very crowded market and were stagnating due to what Robert refers to as a lack of support and resources. That's where the systems and support of a franchise looked appealing to them, and they decided to make the switch and start Fibernew Hampton Roads in August of 2021. They have lots to share about their journey and offer some sage advice for fellow entrepreneurs looking to start a new venture. We hope you enjoy listening in. Take good care and cheers. All right. Happy to be sitting down with my friends and Fiber New Franchise partners, Chelsea and Robert Pegram from the Newport News, Virginia area. Uh, guys, thank you very much for sitting down to tell us about your story and, and uh, who you guys are. Really appreciate it. First of all, I want to thank you for having us on. So you guys started in August of 2021. Let's go back even before that uh, to talk about your previous businesses and how you made the transition into Fibernew. So it was a landscaping business and it was an independent business. You guys started it on your own and, and grew it. Just maybe tell us about that experience and then what prompted the change into Fibernew. So I'm a terrible employee. I'm, 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 I would fire me so fast. Like I, I, I'm just not good, right? Like I, for me, I've always had to work for myself. Like when I work for myself, nobody can outwork me. Nobody can outperform me. Like I, I, I like to bet on myself, but when I'm working for somebody else, I mean, my license plates PPPO2 and I was an electrical union. I was in the second year apprentice and they were, because for my old business, I had a property preservation business and I had six trucks. So I had each one was labeled, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six. I couldn't work for anybody else. And then, you know, I had that property preservation business where we cleaned out foreclosed homes and I had my equipment. So I started doing landscaping um, when Chelsea was in school, getting her business degree. I went back to school when we had our second child and you started the landscaping business. And then I started helping on the side just because it's hard to start a business. I fell in love with running a business. It was a blast. And I was like, I don't know anything about running a business. I'm already in school. I had a turning point. So I started going to school for business instead. And happy I did because I learned a lot. (laughs) Yeah, most definitely. Maybe we should go back. Can we go back even further to when you were 12? You you said you started. Let's let's go right back there. Okay. So it started back when I was in the campground. All right. So what I had was my dad gave me 80 bucks to go with my mom to the campground. And he gave me a bunch of glow sticks and stuff like that from his work he had. And he sent me to the campground and we had dances. Well, I went, there was an arcade at the campground and I spent $70 in the arcade. I had $10 left in my pocket. And I was like, oh my goodness, like my dad's gonna get so mad at me. I blew $70 at the arcade. And so what I did was, I was like, well, you know, I'm gonna sell glow sticks at, at the dance. And so I was selling them a dollar a piece. And I, I think I sold like, I don't know, 10 glow sticks. I was like, it was really hard to get people to come up to me to buy the glow sticks. I was like, I need something else. I need like a spark, right? When I went to Walmart, literally right there in the very front, there was a uh, Pop Rocks, you know, six packs for like $2. So I was selling them a dollar a pack at the dance and glow sticks the next night. I made a hundred and like 20 bucks that night. Of, of stuff that I, that I bought with all my stuff. You were hooked, I bet, at that point. Oh, I was hooked. After that, it was game over. I mean, I came home. I started a little lawn care, Bobby's lawn care business at the time. I was cutting the neighbor's grass. I mean, $20, man, that was a lot of money to a kid, right? So, so I, I just kept going with that. And then when I became uh, 
2017, I started a business where I, I hosted uh, entertainment in the local bars and restaurants. I mean, couldn't even drink. I couldn't even drink. <laughs> and I mean, I had to like go to these people like during like business hours, like three o'clock because they wouldn't let me in after nine. Right. And I'm telling them, Hey, I want to run your stuff for your, for your after hours. You know? So I had to convince them of that. And then we, we did a great job. I mean, so, but I was, that was the salesperson. I was the one going to these <laughs> bars. I mean, I could barely drive at the time and I was going to these bars and I was like, you know, we're going to bring you entertainment, you know, we're trying to excel it to them. And then it grew to, it's still around. Uh, yeah, he sold his portion of there's it. There's still 70 locations. Um, they haven't really grown since I've left. Anyways, I started the property preservation with the money that I got from selling my business because it was 2008, right? What happened in 2008? A lot of foreclosed homes and there was a huge market for it. I was just cleaning out foreclosed homes about 2011, I had a couple of vendors that stuck me for like $14,000 and stuff like that, not pay me. And that was hard. Um, and then stuff kind of dried up a little bit. I just transitioned out to the traditional job category um, because, you know, me and Chelsea were the time we were dating and I wanted to be able to provide something stable. And I was like, maybe I should go away from the entrepreneur roots. And I got a job in the electrical union for two years. And uh I hated it. I mean, I, I woke up with like sweats and like nightmares because like I had to get up the next morning to an alarm clock. Like to me, that's just like, uh, you know what I mean? Like now I love getting up to an alarm clock because it's for me. It's not for somebody else. It was right? just so stressful. And he was just miserable in every aspect of it. There was nothing we could do to make him happy because it was just it was all day, every day. Was it? Someone running your schedule? Is that what was bugging you? What what was making you miserable? So for me, it's just it's it's the addiction, right? It's hard. Business is not easy all the time, right? So business has got ups and downs. It's the it's the the peaks and the valleys of business. The lowest lows feed me. Like what motivates me? You know what I mean? So the fact that you know I was out there working for an hourly set rate, like I tell people now, like. You couldn't pay me $80,000 a year salary. Don't tell me that. Let me go earn 40,000, right? Like, you know, I will take that any day. I'll bet on me before anything. It's just wanting a cut of the action. You can't go work for $10 an hour and then go work for $150 an hour doing what we do, right? And then go back to work for $10 an hour. I just don't think it's possible. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like too, the way Robert thinks, he's a numbers person. So he goes, if I'm true. making this amount, how much is the company making. And if the company's making this, what's, you know, it just kind of bubbles out. He's like, okay, so if I were to run a business like this, I could be making this amount. And it's just, the numbers are constantly running through his head. I mean, even with fiber new all the time, I'm just sitting there and we're working on something. He just starts rattling off numbers. I'm like, what's going on? He just I, I'm the type of like person that. that plays video games that has numbers and I'm just playing for the numbers. Like I, I, that's <laughs> all I care about. Like I'm, I'm obsessed. I just like, I just like looking to see like how to increase, you know, like when I was, you know, looking at like statistics or insights, I'm just like, Ooh, it's exciting. You know what I mean? So, but so it just, for me, it just always been about, I can't, I don't know. Maybe it's just, it's something in my blood, you know, all, all of my, my, my dad and my mom, my dad worked, you know, the shipyard, he worked a traditional, really awesome job, but, and my mom, she kind of did the same. She was just kind of like, you know, like Walmart's all my brothers, there's three of us and all of us own our own businesses and none of us are good employees and we, we can't work for nobody else. We started the East Coast Poker League together and then we all split apart 
and we all sold our part. And now we, you know, so my brother, he still has the, the poker league, one of them, but we all have our own businesses independently of that business. Now that was like kind of like our segue, our, our, our diving board per se, you know what I mean? It's, it's very interesting because I'm not naturally an entrepreneur. I fell in love with the idea of it. I was kind of at first a entrepreneur. I wanted to do this. I wanted to be a business owner, but I've had to grow into this business owner type of mentality where when you hang out with anybody in his family, they just naturally think of this. They see opportunity everywhere. When you're just sitting down talking, they'll just start rattling off. Oh, that's a great business idea. And as if like they're planning a business, they would never open it, but somebody should. Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. terrible. I sit in a restaurant, like you can't go on a date with me, right? <laughs> like, you know, she she puts up with me. Nobody else would. I sit down at the restaurant and I'm like, oh, they could do this better. Oh, I like this pricing. I like, I like, you know, I like keeping it. I like this. And this is, this sounds fair. And I'm talking about like, you know, their marketing <laughs> strategies and I'm at McDonald's and I'm like telling them how to do it, you know? So like for me, I'm, I'm just obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with business and I'm obsessed with, you know, doing things. Like, you know, anybody in my community that has a business, start a new business, I'm the first person on the phone with them talking to them. Other fiber new owners, I'll talk to them for hours about running their business. I'm obsessed with it. Like, I'm obsessed with business. Like, I'll talk to you forever. I don't care. You know what I mean? I just, that's what I do for fun. But the problem with business is the valleys, right? And when you're in the valleys, doing them alone is, 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 is not. It's miserable. It's not fun. When we were in our last business, the landscaping business, it was, we were a hundred percent alone in a very competitive market. You throw a rock, you hit 20 landscapers. The only way to do good was to be cutthroat, which is exhausting. I mean, you can't talk to anybody because if you tell them your secret sauce, they're going to steal it. They aren't going to help you. We were going and we were growing. But every second, the business was just sucking every penny from us. Yeah, I felt we were doing well. Like I thought, you know, we were doing $250,000 a year. I thought we were doing well. But every single time we would do anything, we would step two steps back. I mean, we were constantly in debt, constantly couldn't get the things together. And I had my I had my dad back when I had my last business. That was the person I relied on. That was my family. But now that, you know, he passed away, I had nobody. I had no way to lean on. I had nobody to do it. And so I was looking at my wife and I was like, we're getting ready to invest this money back in our business. And I was like, well, instead of investing in this business, let's look for a franchise model. Because for the time, I didn't know what I was, I didn't know why, but I didn't want to be in business alone anymore. Right. Because it's, 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 it's exhausting. So we looked into franchises and found Fibernew and this, the rest is history, of course. Right. But what I like about Fibernew is, is when I was buying Fibernew, I bought Fibernew for the family, for the, for the support. You know, Fibernew is is amazing the way it's structured for me because it's like I can talk to anybody in Fibernew and they'll give me the same advice my dad would give me because it's not hurting them. But your dad cares for you as a person because they you're your your dad. It's never going to hurt my dad if I do well. Well, we have these territories, right? So if I tell the guy right next door everything I'm doing, my pricing, everything, it helps both of us equally so much so that it's like i want to see the people on the opposite end of the world succeed because i know that that success doesn't just help them and me it helps everybody in the system and like he said it's that family mentality is that we all rise up together it's not i'm in it for just myself 
it's it's very rewarding and refreshing to be able to just open up and say, I need help or it's, let me help you without it's, repercussions. It's awesome when I go into a job and I fake it till I make it, right? I get on a job <laughs> and I'm acting like, oh, I know what to do here. This is wax pull up and this is this, that, and the other. I could take care of you. I'm like running to the car, scurrying, texting Paul and Bruce being like, help. Like, I have no idea what this is. Is this even wax pull up? Am I, what in the world is going on? You know, how do I price this? How do I do this? And they're so quick to come back and be like, this is what I would do. This is how I would do it. I go back to the customer and I'm like, this is what I would do. This is how I would do it. And this is the price. And I look like I'm smart and like I know what I'm talking about. And the job always turns out well because they give really awesome advice. In the previous business, we would say that, oh, sure, we know how to help you with that. And then we would run back to the office and now you have to do the research. Now you have to find out how to learn and do that without anybody saying, oh yeah, I've been there, done that. Don't do this because if you do this, something bad's going to happen. You should do this instead. To not have that, is really scary and really, really hard to be able to have somebody that's like, no, please don't do that. That's honestly the best thing. Cause we come up with ideas like, Oh, we should do this with this product. And you talk to somebody and they're like, yeah, we've done that. Please don't do that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's very nice because we're always thinking and trying to be crafty. Everybody is when you're talking about a service, you're trying to be better. You're trying to be faster. And they're like, oh, no, we tried that. Please don't do that. That doesn't work. The years of experience (laughs) that we can lean on, right? We don't have to make the same mistakes. So it's really nice. It's just good to be able to have somebody to call and be like, hey, you know, hey, hey, Bruce, how do I do this? And she's like, well, I know this this fiber new has done that before. Why don't you give them a call? And I do. And they pick up the phone instantly and we have a conversation or they schedule a time to sit down with me within a day. And it's, it's awesome. That's the difference, right? Being in business alone, it was hard. It was fun. It was that addiction, but now I get best of both worlds. Right. So this is, I get to be, it's like you have 300 dads now, right? Right. Exactly. Right. (laughs) True. And that's, it's really how I view it. I have, I have this extended family now that I can lean on. I know we hear that quite often from people who transition from uh, whether it's like you, a, a previous business or from corporate America, where the, the cutthroat nature of everything, they just want to leave that behind. And I think Fibernew is really refreshing in that we don't operate like that, right? I mean, everyone's here to have each other's backs and help each other out. So I'm glad you've been able to fully realize that in just your few short months with us that, I mean, you're, you're living proof of it. It's honestly, when we were in the search, you can instantly tell that because people say that all the time. Oh, we're a family atmosphere. We all support each other. And it was very telling when we did our calls and every person we called picked up the phone. Every time we asked something, somebody had an answer and it wasn't brush you off quick thing. They talked with us for as long as they could. Honestly, I think at one point, Robert and one person talked for hours on just a validation. So my, we weren't even owners. My yet. franchise consultant, he was like, hey, this is what they're going to do. They're going to give you two to three validation calls, right? And you know, I'm going to give you a script, Robert, because I know you. Like, you know, we, we got that relationship at that point. And he's like, I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you to like write some questions down. And he gave me some advice, like get those questions and get out and respect their time and cut it off at a certain time, like a hard cutoff time. And uh, I talked to Matt and Matt was like, oh no, seven to 10. I called 15 because I was just that excited. And every single person was, I think out of the 15, I talked to 13 of them because he said, he said, 
if it's, th- it's two to three, he said, call 10 because then you'll get two to three responses. He's like seven to 10. He goes, call 15, see what happens. And I got 13 responses, you know, <laughs> to talk to him. And, uh, it was just awesome. Everybody was so positive. It was this family atmosphere. I mean, it was just like, I was already part of the family and I was just in validation calls. Right. It just, I mean, it just felt so right. Like it fit like a glove. I mean, personally, me looking in from the outside, I had no idea what a leather plastic or vinyl even was. I mean, I was the guy that bought my furniture off a of marketplace. You know what I mean? Like, you know, but like once I got in and seen it was everywhere, I was like, this is awesome. And then the, the culture and then the way the system is built, like, this is something I got to say, this is something like when I was in business alone, I was spending $800 a month on my website, my um, CRM. I mean, we weren't spending enough, to be honest. FireNew does all that stuff and does it better. My website's way better now than it was <laughs> then. And they pay for our job, all that stuff. And I'm just like, this is amazing. You know what I mean? This is cheaper. You know, like, this is this is awesome. You know, <laughs> like, so for me, I was just like, that's all I got to. That's it. I'm winning. You know, like again, my numbers in my head. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah. And I get support system. It's just the fact that it's everything, every question we had in the beginning was answered plus some. And just like you said, the culture is exactly what we look for in our life, in our family, and the honesty and just everything. It's been so refreshing because. And being Joe Smo's leather repair, it, it might have weight in that second, in that place. Um, but Fibernew carries something. But Fibernew carries weight. this massive weight, like with it. So even if, like, when it comes to like an insurance company, they don't like when I did property preservation, they didn't want to deal with the guy that did York County. They wanted to deal with the guy that did the whole East Coast because they didn't want to have to deal with everything in between. So they would sub it out to a, uh, a regional company and that regional company didn't want to deal with me either. So then they subbed it out to a, like a smaller company that you would like two, three States. And then I'm inside of that company doing a couple, couple localities inside of that. So there was so much cut off the bone by the time I got to it, it started at 60 and I was getting at 15. Um, so with fiber new, we get to be that, we get to person. be that national size company and we get to go to these big, you know, insurance companies that, 300 locations. I can't imagine when it's going to be at 500 to a thousand. They're just going to be like, Hey, this is just, just, just call your local guy. Just call your local fiber <laughs> new. And I ain't even going to look for the local Joe Smo anymore. Cause there's no point, you know? And that's what we want. We love that. This is something we can grow. This isn't, I'm stuck just being Robert and Chelsea that our, our vision for us and our family is to grow. And fiber new offers that opportunity. It's as Big or small as you want it to be. Again, again, the whole numbers thing. Uh, this is like this is Bitcoin, right? We're getting <laughs> in at the bottom. We're getting in at the bottom right now, right? We're at three hundred franchises. Can it can imagine like what my little franchise is going to be worth? Like even if I do nothing, you know, when we have five hundred locations, right? So as we grow, it only helps me out so much. So that I'm just like, this the is growth awesome, is exciting. you know? Like I, I love the growth. I love you know. So there's a thing like momentum. When momentum gets rolling downhill, it's hard to stop it. And yep. when you got a momentum, you want to throw a jersey on it and keep running with it. You don't want to, you know, just stop and be like, hold on, we got too much momentum. We got to slow down because as soon as you do that, it takes a while for it to get rolling downhill again, right? And so this is the growth is stuff so exciting. Like it's exciting for all of us, right? You guys are young. 
Yes. You have a young family. We are. Okay. Let's talk about that a little bit. Do you mind sharing your ages and your kids and all that kind of stuff? Let's talk about it. So I'm 31. And I'm 26. So we're kids. (laughs) in 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 the process, Matt said something to us in the process. And we literally have it on our board and we have it circled. And he, he said, we were talking about, like, we, we affectionately call you guys the kids, right? So for me, we have it on our board. We are the kids. It motivates us every single day to do better and to try harder. Because like I said, we have, you know, we use it as a positive. We're, we have energy. We're doing this. We're doing that. You know what I mean? It's like, we got a lot to prove. And uh, we love, love that. We go by it all the time. We love it. We are the kids. We, are the we kids. love it. You know, we love that. I mean, we have... <laughs> four little ones. So we have a young family. All of them are under 10. Our oldest is seven. And I look at them and they're just little balls of energy. So when you refer to me as a kid, I just think of like, okay, you think I'm the energizer bunny and I can just roll with it. And that's what we try to do is just go with that. That is our idea of how we want to be in this business is just open to new ideas. Cause that's what kids are. They're open to new ideas, innovation, evolving, just enthusiastic about I, I'm the first person that like if there's a new product or something like that yes. <laughs> oh my goodness like I'm the first person to jump on that and buy it and just try it because I'm like this is something new it's this kind of a doctor yeah especially with the wizard you know what I mean so yeah. like it's like you know it's gonna be great so I'm just I, I love that stuff I'm the person that there's something changing in the market I'm changing with it I'm not st- setting still and getting stuck so it's that movement. And that's how we kind of been looking at the kids is we're just changing. We're trying to embody that child kid, like energy. <laughs> it's like, for me, we look at things like a motivation, everything that motivates us. We, we try to, if you have one thing that motivates you, it's fine. If you have 10, that's even better. So for me, like, like I, like I joke with like Chelsea, like we'll be like, like good in our reviews and stuff on our website and we'll look at them and we'll look at the next like fire new that has more reviews than us and we're like we're gonna get that guy right not as a competition like i don't want i want him to do great i want him i want to chase him but my thing is is like it's that friendly it's competition that, for me it's like it's constantly like getting to the next thing getting to the next if i hit you know a certain dollar amount a week you know and i hit my goal like well i don't want to hit that goal again i'm raising my goal i'm constantly pushing it forward i'm not happy with the same old, same old. I want to keep growing and, you know, and getting employees and everything else, you know, so. Yeah. Let's actually talk about that a little bit too, because you guys are ready to reshape your business. Your plan is to step into a little bit of a different role in the business. Chelsea, you've got an idea on, on, on uh, where you're going to be in the business, bring a technician in as well. Let's talk about that. So we were originally after training, me and Robert decided we were going to go out together because it was nicer to have two heads instead of one. If we ran into a problem before calling anybody for help, we would be like, okay, let's try to problem solve. And we both found that we had our strengths and weaknesses. He's much more mechanically inclined. I'm a little bit better at color. So we were just kind of bouncing off and leaning on each other. And we've reached a point now where we've gone stagnant. Something has to change if we want to continue growing. So we sat down with, we would like to hire an employee, but in order to do that, we have to figure out how to manage everything else. So we we decided to split up and I'm now going to move into a full-time technician position out in the field because I'm able to do that color part and I can do the repair part where Robert is a salesman at heart. 
So I shouldn't be in that role. He needs to be so, over there. Just like he's the twelve-year-old, he's the twelve-year-old in the campground selling glow sticks and pop rocks. Yeah. So he's yeah, really let's good. exploit that, right? Yeah. Yes. Just, just like, just like you know, I'm a terrible employee. Like Chelsea's an amazing. Like if you put her in a box, she excels so good. I need that structure. I'm yeah. a structure. Person. So we were thinking, we were like, man, you know. If we, if we were hiring a person, we're looking into it and we do everything together. So we never really like split up to do anything, even in life. So we're just like, you know, we were just thinking, we're like, you know, it'd be beneficial if, if you took that role. Cause if we hired somebody, we'd never get somebody at her ability at this time and place. Cause she is phenomenal what she does. She's really good. And uh, so we're just like, let's put her in a role that we know she'll exceed in like her strengths, because she's not the person that's going to operate outside the lines. Like if she gets outside <laughs> the lines for her, she's just like, she's stopping and she's confused and she doesn't, you know it what gives, I mean? I, it gives me anxiety. I need to have a clear path. I will, I cannot create my own cause it's just so much going on at once. So the big picture of business, which is ginormous, is just this huge task I have to take on. So I have to be like, okay, I'm focusing in on this aspect of the business. And that's how I tackle each issue. I can't deal with a million and one things. It's just too much. And me, I'm the guy from the hip, right? I don't, if you put me in a box, you give me like a, like a thing to follow. I get kind of nervous. I'm just like, oh, you know, I just, I can't do it. Well, you guys work together, right? It's yeah, like, I need really you just, to, I need you just to, you know, be a free, you know, to He's do what I want, spirit. you know, it's my ADHD, <laughs> call it that. But I have to like, I have to be doing something that keeps my mind occupied or, you know what I mean? So for me, it's like, you give me a, 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 a path to follow and don't put me in a box. I'm going to crush it. Right. So that's what we like try to do. So and now I'm doing like sales and I'm doing like going to the BNI groups and I'm going and being in the community and, you know, trying to be like the face. Um, I still do the furniture repair side because I enjoy that stuff. And, and again, I'm more mechanically inclined. And so I do that stuff. Um, but we have her in a full-time role. And what we're decided we were going to do is, is to motivate, um, is we're going to just like for like pay and stuff like that, we're going to pay her just like an employee, just like we would pay any employee. And we're going to separate our, our territory and the territories. That lets every tech have a piece of fiber new. You know what I mean? So like every tech has a way to buy a fiber new without spending any money. It's like for them, it's like I'm giving them an opportunity. I'm giving them the dream of being a business owner without having to be, be a business owner. I'm taking away the stuff. I'm giving people their strengths and taking away their weaknesses. So that's what I want to do is look for people's strengths and give them the best opportunity to succeed. So taking away the stuff that they don't want to do that slows them down from making money, right? And let me do those things, or let me hire somebody in the place to do those things. Um, so that's what we're that's what we're moving forward. We're just trying to find strengths and put us in our spots because I'm not good at paperwork. I can tell you that right now. So one day I will hire that out as well. But for uh, now, we're kind of balancing that between the two of us. Yeah, because <laughs> I am not good at that. Like you know, so most of my jobs are in here. And, you know, I love Jobber. Jobber is amazing. Jobber is, Jobber is phenomenal. I used it in my past business. I paid over like $150 for it in my last business. And now, now I have it, right? And it's so... And it's a lot better now too. And 
he's so bad at it because he'll have it in his head, but you need to share that with all of us. I had to write a little note and I have it right here on his desk taped to it that says, put it on Jobber because <laughs> he needs that reminder. And I probably should put more throughout the office because he paces around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, right that's, I have more of my jobs written on paper plates than I have it on Jobbers. <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> We're working on it because I'll find paper plates. I'm like, what's this? He's like, oh, yeah, there's. Oh, that, that was yesterday. Oh, let me give them a call. <laughs> you guys eat, sleep, and breathe Fiber New. Uh, we, we, we've seen that. We know that you're always in Fiber New shirts. Uh, you have both of your vehicles wrapped. Your children are involved in the business. Um, tell us a little bit about that. It's really been fun because our oldest son he's three so he's beginning to really want to watch us do stuff and he loves helping with just handing tools and it's just a lot of fun watching them with their own little personalities and interests just watching us and like oh can I help you with this and, and then having to explain that maybe you shouldn't help on a customer's piece but maybe you can help when we do I'm, one of our own stuff and I'm really big on personal branding like everybody has a personal brand, what you put on Facebook, what you put out there in the world and how you react with your community and your family, that's your personal brand. People know you by that person, right? So for me, like we're very involved in our community and our church and everything. And my kids, they, the, the, the church, we have a church of like 3000 people and they take pictures of our kids. Like, and like, you know, and like, it, it, I, I tell them, Hey, he's got to ask the kids. And as long as they're good with it, just not. And everybody in the church knows my kids. Everybody in the church loves my kids that's going to help them later in life. Right. I mean, be, them being involved, they're going to be like, they're going to take ownership be like, Hey, I helped raise that kid because I've known that kid this whole life and his personal brand and probably get him a good job or, you know what I mean? So for me, it's like, my kids are right dead center of everything. I mean, there's, there's things we try to not to do because it's concerning, right. With, you know, public eye and stuff like that, but we're always cautious. I mean, we're parents first, but at the end, at- overarching is we want to support our kids and help them grow within life and in the community with their own interests. And maybe one day they'll be fiber new techs. <laughs> Hopefully, right? That's the goal. <laughs> well, fiber new or not, I think you, you're definitely raising the, the next generation of Pegram entrepreneurs. That, that much we know, right? I mean, For sure. <laughs> you can see it already. Yeah. You yeah, might is, see cool. our oldest Susanna as the next owner of this business because yeah. she is, as much as she doesn't want to admit it, she sees things just she like her daddy sees everything. does. Oh yeah. She's all the time. Like, like it was really funny when we were having the conversations about switching businesses and stuff. And we let, we, we let our kids, you know, even though they were young, we let our kids they be were a the part of the decision. Yeah. They were part of all of it. Right. Um, people like try to like, you know, that's just how we parent. So we got them involved. And then she looked at me and she goes, I was like, she's like, oh, daddy, I got a great idea. She goes, how about you do both businesses? <laughs> you could do this and that. And you can make more monies. Cause I said, daddy, don't you want monies? You know, I'm explaining her monies and stuff like that. And she's like, but daddy, if you make this much monies in this business, cause I said, you make this much money in this business. And then this business, our, our limit is here. She's like, but if you do that, you can add them together and you can have more monies. And I was like, but Susanna, but that would take this much more time. So this is the time I have for you. And then <laughs> I'm explaining it to her. And she's just like, Oh, oh, you know, like you're teaching her balance. That that's work life balance right there. That, that yeah. was the conversation went from a money conversation to a work life balance conversation. Yeah, so it, it, it's fun. It's fun involving them. It's fun having it as like a whole family affair. You know, this is our thing. You know, we're fiber new, 
I tell the kids that, you know, like they love it because it's, it's, we have, we have a little gray Honda Odyssey. It's, it's, there's probably 30 of them in the Walmart parking lot every time you go out there and there's usually one parked right beside us. It's hard to tell. Now you could spot us from across the parking lot, right? They love it. They call it the fiber new van. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like a superhero, you know, like to them, they love it. They tell all their friends like, Oh, so like, that's my van out there. It's the fiber new van, you know? (laughs) Any words of advice for people who are looking at at making that leap into entrepreneurship, starting their own business, but uh, maybe there's that last bit of apprehension. What would you say to them? I would say, first off, always trust your gut. You, that's something you need to learn as a business owner very fast. You'll always have to relearn that. You, you got to trust your gut reaction on things, that, that intuition on it. But um, just be flexible. Be willing to change and evolve and go with it because business is not stagnant. If you want to grow, you have to change and be open-minded. So listen and learn. I say reach out reach out to you know other people not just some you know if it's another business or whatever reach out and and talk to somebody you know especially in this one it's easier to do that right because anybody pick up their phone to you but just reach out and, and follow the systems that are in place you know what i mean like you don't have to recreate the wheel especially in, in fiber new like it's been done it's been proven and it's working all over the place so do it do what everybody else is doing um, trust the training, trust the training. That is an important one for me is, you know, you get through training and you did fine on the training. And then you come out of training. You're like, um, I don't want to touch somebody's sofa. Like this is a, you get there, you look at the prices of some of these sofas and it's like a $20,000 in a Tootsie sofa, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I'm about to work on this, right? You know? If I mess this up, I own this sofa and I cannot afford said sofa. <laughs> and it always works out great. Our products and our, and our our processes and our training is amazing. So that's what I would say. Just trust in yourself. Bet on yourself. You know what I mean? Like when you're going to work for somebody else, you're betting on them and you're relying on them. They can fire you. They can tell you not to come in. They can cut your hours, cut your benefits. They can, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's there's ups and there's ups and downs in the market and stuff like that. But take that. Back. I don't know about you, but I would pick myself any day over relying on somebody else. So that's my goal. Is my 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 words of wisdom is trust the system and bet on yourself. Well put, well put, um, Chelsea Robert. Thank you again for taking time to have this conversation. This has been a lot of fun, and we love everything you guys are doing in your business. Keep doing it, okay? Most awesome. definitely. Thank you. Thank you so All much. All right. We'll talk again soon. Most definitely. definitely. How's that for enthusiasm? We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you'd like to connect directly with Robert and Chelsea, they can be found at fibernew.com slash HRP or on social as Fibernew Hampton Roads. If you're curious to find out more about Fibernew franchising, join us on the next live video cast where we talk shop with Fibernew owners, discuss our systems, product support, culture, and much, much more. We hold these events every second Tuesday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 4.30 Pacific. There's no cost to attend, and you can reserve your spot right now by simply hopping onto fibernew.com webcasts. Thanks again. Take good care and cheers. <laughs>